You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Praise the Lord, everyone. I want to welcome you to When Person Speak Talk Radio. Amen. Amen. Today's broadcast, amen, is History Bound in Grace, Minister Vanessa Williams. Amen. Her message will be a safe landing. Amen. Be excited about this new message, amen, by Minister Vanessa. Amen. Um, she's had more or less taken some time off. Amen. So this is a new message by her, um, a safe landing. Amen. And um we're excited about what God is going to do. Amen. Uh, with it. Amen. She's coming out of Songs 91 and um, Songs 55. Amen. Amen. And uh, she said, she says that it's a message of encouragement. So make sure you pass the word on so people can listen to it. Amen. Before we get started, we want to remind everybody that um, His Abound and Grace from Mr. Vanessa Williams is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Amen, which is today. Declare the finished work with Reverend Pat Randall since Thursday at 12 noon. Friday Night Joy with Reverend Ray and Friends is Friday at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life with Reverend Ray is every first and, and fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Our monthly broadcasts are as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. The Bold and the Beautiful with Reverend Novena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Lewis McElwain is every third Monday of the month. In fact, he has a broadcast coming up um, this Monday. Amen. Hour 3. Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk with Ray Rose, Elston Green, Cleophis Malone, Tyrone Rose, and Tanningham Mitchell is every second Sunday at 7 p.m. Our weekly prayer is Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. The dialing number is 712-706. That's as cold as 732-499. This is a toll-free um, access number, okay? So again, welcome to When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. Here's Abounding Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams. A safe landing. God bless you. Well, praise the Lord to everyone. It's been a while since I've done a live broadcast. But I want to be able to just share with you to encourage someone that God is faithful and that He has not forgotten. He has not forgotten you. Regardless of what you might be going through, regardless of of um, what your family may be going through, God is still God and He's still very much alive. Um, tonight's message is going to be called A Safe Landing. A Safe Landing. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. Thank you, Lord God, for your grace and for your mercy. Thanking you, Lord God, that in the midst of everything that we go through, 
we can have the confidence, Lord God. We can have the reassurance, Father, to know without a shadow of a doubt that you are always with us, that you never leave us, and that you protect us even in the midst of stuff, God. We thank you, Lord God. Father, we ask for forgiveness right now for doubting you. We ask you, Lord, right now to cleanse us right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness extended towards us, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for this message that's going to go forth, for this message of encouragement for somebody, Lord God, who perhaps just need to know, Lord God, just need to be reminded, Father, that you are still on the throne. Someone out there, Lord God, just needs a word, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for encouraging us to encourage others in the name of Jesus. Father, we know, Lord God, all things are within your control father and that nothing happens without your permission so father as this word goes forth lord god we thank you lord god that it will reach those you would have it to reach in jesus name we praise and that you will get all the honor glory and all the praise in jesus name thank god amen amen and amen well we're talking about a safe landing we have two scriptures um we want to um, give you to you can meditate on later one is psalms fifty five twenty two, which says cast thou burden upon the lord and he shall sustain you he shall never suffer your righteous to be moved that's psalms 55 and 22 and the next scripture is psalms 91 he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Amen. So those two scriptures, you can write those down. Psalms 55, 22 and Psalms 91. And as we go through this message, a message of encouragement, hopefully you will um, be just reassured that it's already all right. A safe landing. I, again, just want to encourage you today. If I were to choose two titles for this message, the second one would be Sheltered in Your Storm or Sheltered During Your Storm. Well, I'm calling this a safe landing. Depending on whatever you're going through, it's the meaning will be the same. Sheltered During Your Storm. You know, I hear from so many people today who are suffering or they have family members who are suffering either physically, mentally, emotionally, or financially. There are so many folks who are going through grief. They're mourning the loss of loved ones right now. And we just um, continually want to pray and remember them in all of our prayers. That Remind them that the Lord, Word of God said, weeping and doing for a night. But joy does come in the morning. There's so much pain out there. So no, I don't know what you exactly are going through today. But God knows. No, I don't feel your pain. But Jesus does. This I know and this I cling to even now. As I struggle with words to say and thoughts to think, even in my own situations, there are so many people hurting right there. And you may feel like God is not listening to you. You may feel like he does not care about your pain. I'm here to tell you that God has not forgotten you. I'm here to remind you that you're not alone in your struggles. I'm here to encourage you that God is listening and that he does care. I'm here to encourage you that you will have a safe landing if you trust in the Lord. Yes, I know you may be thinking, look at what's going on in my life right now. 
Everywhere I turn, I hear bad news. And Lord, I need you right now. I'm seeking shelter from my storm right now. Lord, I'm seeking a safe landing right now. You may be saying, Lord, I'm seeking a shield of protection. Even in the midst of any tragedy that I may be going through right now. Well, even in the midst of life's horrors, even in the midst of any disappointments you may have had, even in the midst of any heartaches or headaches or pains, with God's help, you can and you will survive because there will be a safe landing in God's arms. So I'm here to encourage you today. Jesus loves you so very much, my sister. Psalms 55.22 says, Cast your burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never suffer thy righteous to be moved. When you allow your mind to focus on the good news, that there is a safe landing in Jesus Christ, you're going to be all right. When you give your burdens totally over to the Lord, you shall have a safe landing. When you truly believe in his word, when you don't doubt it, you will have a safe landing. Have you ever been in an airplane where turbulence came about? The plane began to shake and fear tries to paralyze you. Things around you start to shake. People around you start to moan, complain and doubt. And then after all of these things happen all around you, you hear the calming voice of the pilot. And the pilot comes on the mic and he says, you are just going through a rough spot right now, a turbulence. There's a storm approaching, but it will be over soon. We'll be going through it soon. Your mind starts to rest. Things around you start to settle down. You have the reassurance that things are going to be okay because the pilot has spoken. Then the plane starts to steady itself. Things start to calm down, and the plane descends and you land safely on the ground. Well, that's your physical pilot. What about God? Our spiritual pilot. What about God? God wants to be your pilot in your life. He wants to be the pilot of all pilots in your life. And even when things around you become shaky and rocky, His Word assures you that it's going to be okay. His Word assures you that this is only a temporary situation and you are going to land safely in His arms. Yes, there is shelter in the arms of God. That's the peace that only comes from God. There is salvation and strength in the midst of life's storms. Psalms 37 and 39 says, But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. Word of encouragement. There is peace that surpasses all understanding. John 16:33 Jesus is speaking and Jesus says <clears throat> excuse me Jesus says these things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace in the world you got to have tribulation but be of good cheer I says Jesus have already overcome the world Jesus has already overcome the world that's good news my friend that is indeed good news there is rest and restoration, even in the midst of everything that's going on in the world. Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus speaks and he says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come unto me if you're tired, if you're burdensome, if you're bogged down with the cares of this world. Come to me, Jesus says. Lay your burdens at my feet and I will give you rest. 
There is survival. There is endurance. There is victory. Even while you are in the midst of the storm. First John 4, 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he who is in the world. First John 5, 4 says, But for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Talking about faith here. Faith, the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. Psalms twenty-seven, fourteen says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Words of encouragement. Yes, there is shelter from life's storms. Yes, there is a safe landing in God's arms. Psalms 9 and 9 says the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Whether you are bogged down with worry from what's going on in the world or whether you are consumed with your own personal storm, I'm here to encourage you, my friend. There is shelter from the storm. And if you trust him and don't doubt, you will have a safe landing. My brothers, all of us will experience some type of storm in our life. At one point or another. Some of us may be tempted to go and hide from the storm. While others wish it would just go away. And they live in fear. Or they just wonder and, and not doubt it. They wonder and doubt God. And, and don't know and don't believe that his word is will come to pass. However we know that God has given us everything we need to ride out the storm. We have the power to choose what we would do in the midst of it. Yes we can ride out the storm. The storms of life will rage in our lives. That's what Jesus told us. He didn't tell us it would be easy. And sometimes we might not even know our left from our right. I know I've been there. We might not even know our head from our toe. I know I've been there. Sometimes we may feel like we don't even know what day it is. But as Christians, we have everything we need to ride out this storm. We have hope. Colossians 1.5 For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. Psalms 42 and 5 says, Why art thou cast there, O my soul? Sometimes you just got to speak to yourself. Why are you cast there? Why are you so burdened? Why am I so cast down? Why am I so burdened? What's going on within me? I know I have hope. My hope is in God. Read, meditate on Psalms 42 and 5. It says, Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his continence and yes just in case i'm speaking to someone who has not made jesus his choice let me tell you something without jesus you will not have shelter from life storms without him you will not have this peace that i'm talking about in the midst of confusion without him you have no hope without jesus you would not be able to survive the storm called life so before we close this message, we're going to give you an opportunity to make Jesus your choice today. We'll do that in just a little bit. A place of refuge, a place of protection, a haven from outside distractions, a safe place to be. How many know that there is a sanctuary in the arms of God? 
there is a sanctuary. I'm here to assure you that there is indeed shelter from life's storms. And this shelter is wrapped up in the arms of God. The secret place. This is a spiritual place where man can't get to you. Man can't harm you. This is a spiritual place where your mind can be renewed and not so focused on what's going on around you. But more focused on what's going on on the inside of you. That's your sanctuary. That's God's holy place. Sanctuary. A place where if you just set your mind and center in, you will know with certainty that you can rest in the assurance that there is shelter in the arms of God. Shelter in the arms of God. Think back to the last time you went to a physical church. You may have been overwhelmed with the cares of this world, but you went there seeking something. You didn't quite know what you were seeking. Perhaps you came, and as you began to center in, and the spirit began to move, as the musicians played, as the choir sang, as the worship team um, ministered, as the preacher preached, and then as the word came, something began to penetrate your very being. You came to a place where you really did not want to leave. You said to yourself, Wow, if only I could stay here, right here, for this is good. If only I could stay here, right here, sheltered from the storms of life, sheltered from the distractions, sheltered from the stuff, this stuff. If only I could stay right here in this holy sanctuary, I know I will be all right. If only I could always feel this way, just like I feel his presence right now in this holy place, I'll be all right. For surely I know the Lord is in this place. For had you been in his presence, his anointing had filled the house and you wanted nothing more than to just rest and abide right there in that peaceful place. Well, I hear a songwriter say one day that if you've ever been in the presence of God, you won't ever leave there the same way you came. In this spiritual shelter from life's storms, we're not talking about a, a physical place. We're not talking about a church sanctuary where clocks are ticking, where crowds are gathering, where the only music you hear would be the choirs. And all. We're talking about a place from within. But the only music you hear is what's coming from your own spirit, concerning connecting with his spirit. Where the only voice you hear will be his sweet, wonderful voice beckoning you to come and to his presence to rest on him we're talking about a visitation his secret place where you can abide in his sanctuary forever you see david tells us something about this place in psalms 91 david says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty david says i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god and him will i trust you see, I believe David knew a something, a little something about seeking shelter from life's storms. For David had gone through some things. For in 1 Samuel 18 and 19, David continually had to seek refuge to get away from King Saul, who was trying to kill him. Three times Saul sent messages to King David, but God intervened. So in this 91st chapter of Psalms, David knew about dwelling in the secret place and about God's protection. Instead of King Saul right now in this crazy world, the enemy is trying to kill you. By poisoning our minds, by getting you to keep your mind focused on the negative, 
we've got to renew our minds through Christ Jesus. Instead of King Saul right now in this upside down world, the enemy is trying to kill us by trying to get us to focus on the problems instead of the promise keeper. Instead of King Saul right now in this sinful world, the enemy is trying to kill us by trying to rob us of our joy, by trying to deceive us. That is okay that Jesus is not the only way. Instead of King Saul right now in this confused world, the enemy is trying to kill us by attempting us to take a back seat to be fearful instead of be faithful. Who is this enemy? Well, it's not King Saul. It's Satan himself. He uses world situations to distract us. He uses sinful things to distract us. He uses people, yes, even other human beings to imprison us. But be clear on this, my sister. The enemy is already defeated. The victory is already yours. If you just trust God, not yourself, if you just surrender to God and not to the things of this world, you will know that God is the shelter in the midst of life's storms, and he is a safe landing. For those of us who have decided to make Jesus our choice, just be reminded that this world is not your home, that you are just passing through. And when you're passing through a place, you don't allow the circumstances to dictate to you how you're going to feel, for you are just passing through. How many know that people will rise up against you in attempts to discourage you, in attempts to sway you, in attempts to cause you to doubt God? People will rise up, but how many know that God will make your enemies your footstool? If you abide in him and allow his word to abide in you, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Nothing formed against you shall prosper. Talking about abiding in the secret place in his holy sanctuary, a safe retreat. You may not have all the answers. You will not have all the answers, but God does. You may not understand why all these things are happening to you, but God does. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. It says, Acknowledge God in all that you do and he shall direct your path. You see, in this place, in this sanctuary, in his sanctuary, you can draw strength from God the Father. Psalms 96 and 6 says, Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Don't you want to be in his sanctuary right now? Psalms 46 and 1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. You see, in him you are sheltered from life's storms. Don't you see, in him you can rest. For there is a place of refuge and answer against all odds. When the enemy whispers to you that this is it, defeat is near, you can draw strength from God's word and you sing of his mercies, new mercies day after day. When the enemy whispers to you in attempts to get you to give up, you can draw strength from just knowing that if God said it, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what I see. It doesn't matter what I feel. It doesn't matter how things look or sound. God is my defense and refuse in my time of trouble. Talking about shelter from your storm. Yes, there is a safe landing in the arms of Jesus. You see, when you rest in him, when you abide in his sanctuary, you can retreat from the cares of this world. You can remain confident that although you're in this world, you're already overcomer through Christ Jesus. So in the time of trouble, you can take comfort for you can go to the rock. Psalms 62 and 7 says, In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength 
and my refuge is in God. You see, when you put your complete trust in God, knowing and believing that all of your needs are met through Christ Jesus, that's when you cast your burdens upon the Lord. Retreat from a world so full of hatred, pride, bickering, and self-righteousness, and a world so full of confusion, devastation, turmoil, bitterness, and strife, and a world so full of sin, who are in him, we who are in him have got to, for once and for all, rest in him. So with all the bad news being reported in the news today, I want to bring you good news. And I'm hoping I'm encouraging you today that even in the midst of stuff, you can have a safe landing in God's arms. You will have a safe landing in God's arms. For how many know that with God, all things are possible? That's good news, my friend. You see, God, we're talking about the God who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And because he is, we've got to remember that God is yet faithful and he's yet true. If he promises to keep us, if he promises to sustain us, if he promises to always be with us, we can rest in his sanctuary. The word of God tells us to cast our burdens upon the Lord and he shall sustain us. Psalm 55 and 22. You see, because God shelters us from life's storms, you can still have joy. James 1 reminds us, us that in this world we are going to have tribulations, but he encourages us to not give up. Get this. You were about to see receive your breakthrough. You had gotten almost to the end of the tunnel. The light was almost there. It was beginning to come into focus, but then you faltered. That light might have seemed a little dim, but it was there, but then you gave up. You were almost at the finish line. You were breathing heavy. Your legs were getting tired and worn. You would take one foot in front of the other, and then you couldn't see the, the finish line, and so you gave up. Well, I'm here to encourage somebody tonight. Yes, there is shelter from life's storms, and there is a safe landing in the arms of God. How many know that the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, Ecclesiastics, but to those who endure to the end? My brother, you can endure. My sister, you can endure because you have everything within you. You have the hope of Jesus Christ. You can endure. And with Christ, when you rest in him, when you abide in him, you seek sex, you seek refuge in his sanctuary when he, he shelters you from the storm that is sustaining power. Talking about resting in him, knowing and trusting that God knows what he's doing. Philippians 1, 6 says, be confident of this very thing. That he which begun a good work in you will perform it until the day that Jesus comes back. You see, you say that you believe the word of God, but do you really? You say that you trust him, but do you really? You say that you are waiting patiently on him, but are you really? You say that you are walking by faith and not by sight, but are you doing that? What do your actions say? How do you truly respond when your back is up against the wall? Do you come out swinging or do you take refuge in the knowledge that the battle is not yours, but it's the Lord? And guess what? He already won this battle. He's already won it. You see, we've got to get to the point where his word becomes alive in us. It's not enough to read about him. We've got to allow his word to take root in us so that we know that we know that we know that God is God and his promises are yea 
and amen. If he promised to keep you, you can rest assured that he will. If he promised that in your day of trouble, you could call upon him and he will answer. Psalms um, 50 and 15, you can rest in him. If he promised to restore your soul, like Psalms 23, you can rest and abide in him. And thank him for the shelter from life's storms. If he promised to set a table before you in the presence of your enemies, you can rest and abide in him, knowing you are sheltered from life's storms. Well, it all comes down to this. Whose report are you going to believe, my sister? Do you believe the word of God? Simple question. Do you believe the word of God? Do you believe that the Lord is God? Psalms 100 says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Do you believe this? Do you put your trust in man, or do you put your trust in God? Do you believe that he's our shepherd, and that you're his sheep? Why not just abide in him? If you believe the word of God, then doesn't Psalm 23 mean anything to you? The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. Personalize it. When this scripture becomes alive in you, you will become alive in Christ, and then you'll be able to rest in him, and you'll know without a shadow of a doubt that you will last safely in his arms. In order to rest in him, you've got to trust him. Totally and completely without reservation. You've got to trust and depend on him for every situation. For there is no situation too big or too small that he does not want you to trust him in. You've got to trust him. Psalms, uh, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 again where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. What does this mean? It means don't rely on your own intellect. Don't rely on what you think you know. Don't rely on your other mind. Don't rely on your own mind. Don't rely on what people tell you. Because you're my own mind and people will fool you. Something's happening in my life that just goes against reasoning. What should I do? Lean not unto my own understanding. Well, you don't know my situation. It's easy to say trust him. But if you, you were in my shoes then you would be wary too. And I'll say to that, just trust him. How can I trust him, sister? How can I rest in him when things all around me are in such an awful state? If you have to ask that question, then you need to ask yourself another question. Do I know him? Do I really, really know him? If I trusted him to be my savior, if you trusted him to be your savior, salvation, then why is it so difficult to trust him to keep you? Why is it so difficult to trust him to meet all of your other needs? Salvation means nothing missing, nothing lacking, and nothing broken. Don't you realize that it's the same faith you had that enabled you to believe in him for your salvation? That's this very same faith that will allow you to trust him in other areas? If you trust him, you will, you shall, land safely in his arms. You need to think about this. Psalms 90 the first verse says, Lord, thou hast been my dwelling place in all generations. Verse 2 says, before the mountains were brought forth, or ever there had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, God was there. You see, God was in the beginning. God was in the beginning. When trials, tribulations, and persecutions come, and your time of trouble does your mind wander off into a place of disbelief? Does it wander off into a place of doubt 
and to to a place of uncertainty? Or do you take comfort in the one who is the mind regulator, who is the solid rock, who is the prince of comfort, who is the prince of peace? Do you find other things or other um, people to fill your void? Do you look to political leaders to give you peace? Or do you allow the peace of God to rule your heart? Talking about the peace that he's already provided, for he is the prince of peace. In your time of trouble, do you wander around in self-pity or fear, not believing Second Timothy 1.7 that says God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind? So why wander over into the enemy's camp when you can stir up the gift that is within you and remind yourself that the Lord is your refuge and your fortress? When will you learn that things will fade away, that people will let you down, but people cannot be your sanctuary? When we are faced with adversities, we oftentimes find our minds in places where we know God is not pleased. And we forget about the scriptures that remind us to let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. When will it be enough just to trust Him? When will we put our trust totally, completely, without any reservation in Him? If you seek those things that please the Father, you won't get so carried over into the world of wearing. And you'll remember that he truly is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You'll remember that he truly is a promise keeper. And if you truly believe that he's a promise keeper, you'll rest in him. You'll trust him in every situation. You'll trust him in every situation. Ephesians 1, 4 to 12. For first verse says, according as, as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. I, I challenge you to rest and abide in Jesus. Rest and abide in Jesus. The scripture goes on to say in the sixth verse, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his glory. Knowing that we have been redeemed through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, we can rest and we can abide in his arms. We can be take shelter in his arms because we can truly know that there shall be a safe landing, a safe landing. When we know that he has a plan and a purpose for each of us, that's good news. And when we know that it's not over until he says it's over, that's good news. So why is it so important to continue to trust him? With complete trust, you can finally rest and abide in him. Well, if you're not saved, it's not too late. Right now, while you are listening, while you are breathing, it's not too late. But if you are not saved, you'd better wake up now. You see, God is not slack concerning his promises like man is. Man would tell you he'll do such and such, and man won't do it. But for those of us who have trusted him and believed and accepted him as our Savior, we believe in his promises of eternal life. Revelation 20th chapter 14 to 15 says, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. The 15th verse says, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. We don't hear a lot of preaching about the lake of fire these days. We don't hear a lot of preaching about living a holy life, a holy life these days. But I'm here to tell you that if you're not saved, if you've not accepted Christ as your personal Savior, if you've not repented of your sins and accepted Christ into your heart, if you are not 100% sure that you would spend eternity in heaven, 
I need you to listen right now. This is, could be the most critical moment in your life. The most critical moment in your life. Remember, nobody can save you but Jesus. Trust Jesus today. There is only one way to God, and that's through his son, Jesus Christ. John fourteen six. Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Acts 4th chapter and 12th verse says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. So I'll ask you, are you saved? Are you born again? Have you made the confession that Jesus Christ is your Lord? You see, there is safe landing in the arms of Jesus. That whatever you're going through in this world, you can take confidence in knowing that you can trust Him. Trust Him totally. In the, because you will be laying safely in the arms of Jesus. But you have to accept him first. You have to. Nobody can do that for you. Your mom or your dad cannot do that for you. Your brother or your sister cannot do that for you. You have to accept him for yourself. For Romans 10, 9 says, For thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So, this is what you need to do. Number one, you need to admit that you are a sinner. Romans 3.10 says, As it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. The second thing you need to do is you need to be willing to turn from your sin. I mean, repent from your sin wholeheartedly. You need to be willing to turn from your sin. You need to be sorrowful for being a sinner. And three, you need to believe that Jesus Christ died for you. You need to believe that he was buried and he rose from the dead. Romans 10.10 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Through prayer, you can invite Jesus right now to become your personal Savior. Right now, you can, you can, I can pray with you, and it can be a changing from a moment, from a life of darkness into a life of light. Right now. It's that simple. You it, you don't go by your feelings. You just go by your faith and your trust in Him. Through prayer right now, you can trust Jesus into your life to become your personal Savior. For you see, He needs to become your personal Savior before you allow, you can allow him to, him to be Lord over your life. Romans 10, 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I thank God I'm a whosoever. What about you? You are a whosoever. So if you want to right now, wherever you are, sincerely from your heart, repent of your sins, then you can have this prayer and you can pray this prayer along with me. Dear God, I am a sinner and I need forgiveness. God, I believe that Jesus Christ shed his precious blood and died on the cross for my sin. God, I am willing to turn from my sin. I ask you to forgive me for my sins. I now invite Christ to come into my heart and into my life as my personal Savior. Lord, by faith, I believe that it's done. By faith, I believe that it's done. Lord, I have invited Christ to come into my heart. I have repented of my sins. And now I believe, God, that I am saved. Amen. Amen. If you just trusted Jesus as your personal Savior, you have just begun a wonderful new life in Him. Why don't you write us and let us know about it? Contact us. Text us. 
When Christians Speak Talk Radio, let us know that you have accepted Jesus. And so we can be praying with you. So we can be praying with you. And we can provide you other tools to help you on your Christian journey. Then you need to get a good Bible and read your Bible every day to get to know Jesus Christ better. Talk to God every day. You can talk to God and he will talk to you. And then he, the Bible tells us that we need to be baptized. Why get baptized? Because you're letting others know that you identify with them. That you identify as a Savior. You identify with the Savior that you are a Christian. You get baptized. You worship and fellowship and serve with other Christians in a local church where Christ is preached and where the Bible is the final authority. Then... Don't be selfish about this. Tell others about Jesus Christ. Tell others that Jesus saves. Tell others that you have a new life in Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, we hope that this has been encouraging to you. We hope that you can take encourage knowing that you shall have a safe landing in the arms of God. That regardless of whatever you're going through, it's already all right because Jesus knew about it before. Don't go by what you see, hear, or feel. Go by faith. And not sight. For faith without works is dead. I'll be praying for you that you will take this word to your heart. And that you will share with others. And that you will know that this is good news that comes from his word. In Jesus name we pray. We thank you Lord God for your word that's gone forth. We thank you Father. Because you have given us what we have given to others Lord God. And we claim victory in their lives right now. In the name of Jesus. We thank you Lord God that your people will grab hold of your faith Lord God. And they will walk according to your faith and not by what they see. In Jesus name we pray. Lord we thank you for this radio ministry. When Christians speak talk radio. We thank you Lord God that this is to be a vehicle that you can use Lord God to reach out to the world in Jesus name thank God amen amen and amen okay well until the next time we we thank God for you and you go in peace knowing trusting and believing that the best is still yet to come amen